It's a basic truth. People need each other. It's why PenFed Credit Union's first members joined together for a better financial future. For 85 years, we've been there for our members and communities, and we're here for you today. We can help you bridge a financial gap, save wisely, and make confident decisions with your money. We know we are always stronger and better together. That's why we hope you'll join us. Membership is open to everyone. Apply today at PenFed.org, insured by NCUA. It's time for our politicians to answer to the people, and that means you. So send Politicon your questions for our panel and join us weekly for Politicon's hit podcast, How the Heck Are We Gonna Get Along? I'm host Clay Aiken, and each week I'll put your questions to a new batch of your favorite comics, politicians, and pundits. Do they have what it takes to get us to 2021? Find out Thursdays with new episodes. Listen to Politicon's How the Heck Are We Gonna Get Along on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. This is He Said, I'm Sick. I Still know. sick. He said, estoy enfermita. Yeah, I'm Estoy sick. enfermita. Estoy enfermita. Ay, bendito. <laughs> Ay, bendito is very Puerto bendita Rican. Bendita for you, no? No, bendito. Ay, it's bendito. always bendito? It's always It's always masculine? masculine? Yeah, I, I bendito. Now, why is that no, always masculine? This is one of the things I struggle with in Spanish. Why is something always... like? Why is that always masculine? Shouldn't it be feminine if I'm talking about uh, a female being? I have no idea. I can ask my mom. She's a school teacher, was a school teacher. But you know what? Don't complain about Spanish when English is a nightmare. Nightmare? Even your brothers have said English is far easier than Spanish. No, it's not. And they're bilingual. And they said it is way easier to learn. There's no way it's it's more difficult than Spanish. Well, to me it is. Anyways. It's impossible. Can I tell you something? We don't call things male or female. So, estoy enferma. Ay, bendito. Enferma with an A, bendito with an O. One fem, fem, yeah. feminine, no female. One but if masculine. you said enferma for female, if it was for me, it'd be different. Enfermo, right? yeah, correct. Enfermo, see? <laughs> but bendita and bendito doesn't, bendito doesn't exist. Or bendita just, doesn't exist. Uh, Only just bendito. memorize, bendito is always bendito. No, no, it's not just one word. Ay, bendito. Ay, bendito, Eric. Ay, bendito. Can you just stay on topic? <laughs> She's never on topic. Well, I, I'm... I'm I'm sick. She's sick. She's cloudy. Is that your phone? I'm sorry. Let me put. Oh my sorry. gosh! We have talked about this. Yes. Here anyway, we are again. so we came uh, so prepared for this podcast today, and then we got a surprise from our producers. What is going on? Explain, Eric. We are well, like you said, we had a segment ready that we were going to do, but our producers had put a witch's cauldron in front of us, and I don't know why it's a witch's cauldron. Maybe that's is there bruja or brujo. A bruja cauldron? Bruja can be female or brujo can be male. Yeah, you oh. can use A or O. Here we go again. <laughs> so easy. Uh, yeah, witch's cauldron with a bunch of questions. Uh, no, pre- preguntas. <laughs> preguntas. <laughs> Question. Oh, you got to get a lot of comments about that one. A lot of questions. I know that. Actually, preguntas. why did I say questions? That's really stupid. Preguntas. Preguntas. Uh, that that explains people that, yeah, 15 years, the, English, the Spanish, not great. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so before you, before we go to that, um, is there anything you wanted to talk about before? Well, I mean, there's besides tons of things I'd love to talk about. Like, how did you get more sick today when you were improving yesterday? I have no idea. Well, you were coughing all over me. But then we talked about this last week, how everything's very dramatic with her. So I'm not sure. This is what's interesting. You worked out yesterday. So if you were that sick, how could you go to the gym yesterday? Because I said, I never Ross, understand this. You should, because you always complain but, about no, 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 100,000 no, no, no. pains uh, and you uh, still uh, go to the difference, gym. Big difference, big difference. I don't complain about it. 
I may have them, and I still go to the gym, and I suck it up. But you complain about it and then torture yourself. Well, you know what? I was, and then complain about it more. I was very brave, and I said, Ross, don't be a loser. Just get up, and it might make you feel better. I went, and I trained with Maria, my trainer, and Carly, my good friend. And I did great. And then I came home and I was like, oh. But then why I'm, do I'm you complain sick. about it afterward? Because I'm a complainer. It's okay. She admitted it. That's, I actually it's, didn't expect that to go over so easily. <laughs> she admitted she's a complainer. That's a huge step that right now is within. That is part of my charm. Me gusta quejarme. Quejarme with an E is not an A or an O. It's a different word. Quejarme means complainer. ¿Cómo? Harme. Harme. Quejarme. Quejarme. Quejarme is like complain. You're, you're quejarme. Actually, I'm not. I shouldn't have said me. that. I shouldn't have said that. And you're going to run with that. You are. You admitted it, which I'm floored by. I'm telling you, this is the first time. This is on air. This is really, in 14 years, first time you've ever admitted something like I'm that. I'm growing. I'm growing as a person. I'm maturing because of he said, ella dijo. All right. Well, we'll see. When we come back from this break, what questions our producers, I'm a little nervous about this, have in store for us in the witch's cauldron, the preguntas will be a, revealed. What is a cauldron? What you're looking at is a cauldron. Cauldron? Cauldron. I have never heard of that word in my life. It's like a giant witch's stone barrel for a brew. We'll we'll, we'll post a pic on Instagram. You'll see it at at he said Ayadijo podcast on Instagram and on our Instagram stories. You will see the witch's cauldron. Cauldron. Anybody has a dictionary? (laughs) Does anybody have a dictionary? (laughs) What did I say? Has. Does anyone has a dictionary? That's wrong. What do you mean is that wrong? Does anybody has... Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Does anybody have a dictionary? Oh, here we... Oh, let we me see. We have a dictionary Cauldron. here. And it looks exactly like... Look at that picture. Buy it wow. on William Sonoma. Cauldron. C-A-U-L-D-R-O-N. A Cauldron. large metal pot with a lid and a handle used for cooking over... Oh, cooking. That's why you don't know what this is. It's used for cooking. Oh, wow. It's used for cooking. This isn't wow. something you're familiar with. You know what? That explains... <laughs> you know what's funny? If it was funny? like witches, stilettos, you might be like, oh, yeah. That'd be, of course, are. stilettos. I know that. Oh, you know what's so funny? We did um, this TV show, 25 Words or, or Less. Mm-hmm. That's the name with Meredith Vieira. And um, we went together, right? And we were in different teams, I believe. And there was one... We started on the same. And then so we one of the words that I, I was supposed to describe was, what is this cooking thing that is like for soups? Ladle. Ladle. And that thing came up and I was like, well, I'm screwed because I've never seen this word in my entire life. And then like two hours later, your mom explained to me what it was. I'm going, no wonder I didn't know what a ladle. Because you don't cook. Oh, God. Anyways, let's take a break. It's a basic truth. People need each other. It's why PenFed Credit Union's first members joined together for a better financial future. For 85 years, we've been there for our members and communities, and we're here for you today. We can help you bridge a financial gap, save wisely, and make confident decisions with your money. We know we are always stronger and better together. That's why we hope you'll join us. Membership is open to everyone. Apply today at PenFed.org, insured by NCUA. Hello, this is Ron Burgundy, and you are listening to my voice, which commands trust and respect. Guess what? My podcast is back, and that's a win for everyone. Mainly for me because of the money, but also because I love to hear myself talk. And so do you. And if you're thinking it's time for a change in your insurance plan, be it automobile or home insurance, think no further than State Farm. You know the one with the catchy jingle, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has been in the insurance game for more years than anyone on earth can remember. 
They aren't some fly-by-night operation offering suspect savings. They offer real service for classy people who want to be confident in what they are buying. I call it the State Farm Difference. I don't know what they call it. I don't even know who runs the company. Maybe I should run the company. I would keep the jingle, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, but I would change the tune. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there! That was better, right? We are back with the cauldron of preguntas. Is okay. that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Correcto? Correcto. Correcto. So what's the game? Well, looks like our producers have stashed a bunch of questions inside this cauldron, and they're very curious to see how we are going to answer these questions like what? because we never really agree on many of these things, I'm assuming. I mean, these going to be interesting it. topics. Let's find out. Okay, so who, who's going to start? I'll start. What? Can you, do you pay attention to anything? What? Oh, sorry. Before yes. we start. Geez. It's time for Eric and Rosalind's Cauldron of Cheesemay. Cauldron of Cheesemay. Oh, cauldron of Cheesemay is way better than that Cauldron of Preguntas. Awesome. Cauldron of Cheesemay. Seb, um, Eric, look at me, Sebi. I was going why don't you explain to the audience what Cheesemay is? You, do you know what Cheesemay is? Gossip. Oh, gossip. And that, you know what? It's no fit, it, me diga. It fit, no me diga. It fits you very well because you love to gossip. I, I, You're I such a gossiper, guys. He's such a, he's like a girl. So, he's a girl, basically. Oh, Anyways. You are um, so Erika, Erika, let's start. You gossip about everything. What do you mean I love to gossip? <laughs> you, love, you love to gossip. Oh, Anyways, start, please. We just please. do that in completely different ways because she okay. is always like, Eric. And I'm like, really? Do you have to? Oh, my. I can't believe you threw no, me on the don't. bus like that. I don't, I don't gossip. Okay. No, I'm you go first, gossiper. Okay. Pero un chismoso. Okay. Oh, my God. Ke- Kaylee Cuoco. She's not going to be able to pronounce half this. Whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to have to read every question. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco. Cuoco yeah. reveals she still doesn't live with her husband. And Gwyneth Paltrow has revealed she doesn't live with her husband of seven months. Glee co-creator Brett Falshuk. What? Sure. Falshuk. Okay. At least not full time. In fact, the two spend just four nights a week together at the Gwyneth's home. They did this for a year. They do live together now. Okay, so the question is probably, how do you feel about us not actually living together? No way. We'd be dead in the water. There's no way. I couldn't not live with my wife. Are you kidding me? It gives you freedom. You can can throw all the bales you you want at night. Why are you so comfortable with this? Because I... I was already I like, be mad at you when you're like annoying. You're joking. I'm joking. You could be comfortable with this. I mean, listen, maybe, I, I ain't going to lie. Maybe one day. One I, I ain't going to lie. When she leaves town, it's not like it's a bad night when I can like chill and sleep in. Not a thousand questions. That's exactly how I feel. But I mean, those are on occasion. I'm not saying you're going to move out and not going to live with me for No, that's actually. How do they make it work? How do they make that work? That's a great Let's question. Let's think about it. You know, Kaylee, Ooh. you should call in and say, how do you make it work that you actually have a, a husband? You know what? They, ha- they don't have kids. You'd be stranded. Don't have you don't have anything you'd have to ask me to do. You you would not leave me alone via text. <laughs> I, I can always text you. You'd be constant. Eric, if it, uh, I'm at this uh, place I'm staying at and the TV's not working properly. How do I how do I adjust this? Eric, yeah, can, you, can you do this for Eric, can you? No, I wouldn't like that. I actually, listen, I respect um, that they do this. And if it works for them, that's amazing. And I wish them... Only happiness and many, many, many years together. But um, 
you know what? For me, no, I have a family. I have a husband, and that's why I married you because I wanted to spend every single minute with you every second of my life. Cada wow. segundo de mi vida. This all sounds like. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, don't say caca, say caca. caca no, no, for real. Sounds really so how long, false. Oh, how um, long did, did we date before we moved in together? Before we officially moved in, we probably were near, close to a year we dated probably. Yeah. I mean, I we were so. at each other's house, you know, homes or I was at your place a lot. We lived, we actually lived only a mile apart, which was really, really weird. And it was super convenient just to be. You know, at somebody's house, it was close. Yeah. But I think, but we moved stuff in probably about a year. I'm guessing. Yeah. So okay. So the answer. And she hasn't left. Well, you or haven't I left. haven't left. You haven't left because he moved in, <laughs> into my house. So correct that, please. You haven't left. Anyways. True. So we don't but agree. But more power to them. That's more power to them. If they make it work and it's beautiful and it makes them happy, go ahead. Yeah. Then uh, your time. Your your. What I pick up. Yeah. Let's see here. Should Real Housewives of New Jersey star Teresa and Joe Judais Judais yes. stay together? Is this the do? This the one that went to jail? Yes. And she went to jail too, didn't she? Yes. They both did. And now he's deported to Italy. Oh, he got deported. That's so right. he's gone. I he's remember. Gone. Yeah. Should they stay together? I mean, at this point, I mean, you might as well. <laughs> you got kids. You've been deported. You got. You've been both been in jail. I say you stick it out. They have, I believe, four daughters. Daughters. A lot of daughters. Da- daughters, sorry. What did I say? Daughters. 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 Okay, they have cuatro hijas. Cuatro hijas. Cuatro hijas. Uh, hijas. You know what? I used to love um, the first seasons. I haven't watched um, maybe the last three well, or four seasons. In, they've been in jail for the last season. No. You I mean, I don't even, I don't even know. Anyway. I don't even know. But they, they've been through a lot, guys. They've been through a lot. I don't think they're going to stay together, unfortunately. Um, you think jail broke them up or was it like the tax I think fraud every, everything, and, you know, everything. Imagine a couple going through all the stuff they went through. It's, it's a lot, a, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. I mean, we went through a home renovation and that was near. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I almost pulled the plug a few times. Oh my God. Just going through a home renovation. I can't yeah. imagine deportation <laughs> and, and tax fraud. That is <laughs> tax awful. Evasion. That is so sad. I mean, we were just trying to pick light fixtures. And I was like, I'm out. I, I know because you were a cheapo. No, no, no. You know what's no, a cheapo? No. Cheapo. No, wrong. Wrong You're again. There is a budget. I try to keep us within. I it. don't keep budgets. Yeah. Anyways, next <laughs> next question. It's my turn. We're over already. Oh. <laughs> I was just getting started, warming up. I want that one. Yeah, put that back. I'm gonna take another one. Prince Harry and Prince William are not getting along. Mm. Harry and Meghan are said to be struggling with ongoing feelings of isolation from the rest of the family. Also, a lot of the feud rumors revolve around Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton not getting along. Mm. Why can't families just get along and stay together and love each other? Because he married an actress. One of the biggest problems in the whole thing. No. Why, why would you say that? Because actresses. What? <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm except really for, interested. Except for you. <laughs> what about actresses? No, I've just learned to, I've learned to cope with my actress. Wow. But the <laughs> actresses wow. are tricky wow. people. I know she's, you know, probably got a bunch of positives too, but he... Fell for a Hollywood actress. I happen to think she is awesome and very smart and very capable to have a wonderful life and become and be a great member of the royal family of England. I'm sure she's wonderful. I also wonder if a lot of that is just completely tabloid. It might be fabricated. I mean, I do do know that there was some kind of big event, um, what, a couple of weeks ago, and she was not sitting where close to the family, and that's how how all the rumors started. Well, because she's doing things that aren't traditional, I guess. But 
I don't know. I mean, dating an actress you know, is also tricky. Let's be real. Oh my God, it has nothing to do with being an I actress. I think it all comes you back to that. Lying. He he was he was more than happy to marry an actress. Trust me. Anyways, um, do you know that sometimes one of the rules? I guess these girls when they marry into the royal family, they have to follow this etiquette. Edi- etiquette, yeah. Rules, and one of them is they cannot cross. I don't know if I'm making it, making it up. Sounds but like I you believe, are because I think you're searching for what you're saying. <laughs> Anyways, they they can cross the legs like a normal person. They just have to like cross it, not crossing, you know? Oh, they stayed them close together. Exactly. I don't know if that's true, but apparently it's not ladylike to sit like that so or something. So could you follow all that etiquette no. to live in a castle? No. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I was about to say, you know what? On, hey, yeah, I would. <laughs> I was like, come on, you're talking <laughs> to me I, right now. If I can to marry li- a prince, yeah, I would follow every castle. I'd probably follow that etiquette to go. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't have to cross my legs ever again. What else, puppy? What else do you want me to do? What else, puppy? <laughs> Where's my castle? Right, Anyways, my next, yeah. All right, Taylor Swift versus Big Machine Records. Ooh, since June 2019, the Grammy winner has been at war with Big. Wig business partners over the rights to the music she recorded before switching to Republic Records the the previous November. Braun acquired Big Machine and Swift's back catalog of master recordings as part of an estimated $300 million deal. This is a tough topic. I was talking about this at work. And what happened? What did they say? Because I have a lot of, you know, co-stars that are in the music space. It's tough because look, I, on one, I, I understand both sides of this argument completely. I mean, they're her masters; she wants them, but he did nothing wrong other than absorb and buy a company. So, if you have the money to buy a company, look, Michael Jackson owned the Beatles catalog, and no one gave Michael Jackson crap for owning all the Beatles music. Maybe Paul McCartney wasn't too pumped about it because think of all the money he lost during that time. But it's not like we're talking about that, and that is quite a catalog. But I'm, I'm confused. What, what do you mean? So she writes the they music. They own the masters of the recording. So anytime she writes it, she has like, a, you know, royalty. So she was, signed, she was signed to the company, right? And then when she left the label. The they, label they, owns the masters. So she can't, those masters, the money made by those masters, she gets a royalty, I'm assuming, for the writing credits and all that. But the major money that comes in from owning the master goes to the owner of those that music. So she could her. have she could have made three hundred million dollars. Is what you're saying? Well, he bought that company for three hundred oh. million and absorbed all of those masters within it. But again, he did nothing wrong. He made a business move. That's a smart business move. Yeah, but, but it's a business move turning an artist over. What? Be- no, 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 no. She, she wrote she, it. He, he didn't steal. It's her them music. From her. No, I know. But okay, so 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 she was. Young. I'm assuming she was young when this happened. Did she have any knowledge that she signed a document? Of that course. Was gonna... I'm sure she had lawyers advising her the documents. Just when you're starting out, like with anything, everybody owns all of you and what you've done. And then at some point you get so big that you can start making those decisions at that point in your career. But when you're starting out, you wouldn't have had that break. So for what reason is she claiming those back? Because she's going to perform and she can perform those no, songs? No, they've actually said she could use them now. I think at the AMA is coming up that she can perform all her music for free and not be charged to perform it. But why Why do you think she came out now, years later, no, saying... No, because he just bought it. And I don't know if there's a, is it a, maybe a personal beef on the inside. They just don't care for each other. Again, had... Another big star, you know, pop star, say Michael Jackson, again, going back to that reference, somebody like that came and bought all those masters. Would this be the same conversation or is it a personal situation between her and Scooter Ron? So what what happens? She is she needs to buy them back or the label can be be willing to sell them. That's one thing, right? He made a business move and and bought a property. So now she has to be willing to a buy and he has to be willing to sell. And if well, he's going to sell, sucks. he's probably going to want to sell for a profit. Well, well, that sucks because it's her music. She wrote it. Welcome to show business. Well, it's pretty 
All right, next question. A caca move, anyways. They say music is the toughest business out there. It is awful. I was part of it for a little bit. Remember Borinquenya? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, age differences in couples. Dennis Quaid, 65. Fiance Laura Savoy. Sorry, that's not how you pronounce it. 26. Scott Mm. Disick. Good for him. 36. Sophia Ricci, 21. Michael Douglas, 75. Catherine Zeta-Jones, 50. Good for him. Whatever. I mean, they both, that's, that's a pretty good moves on their part, don't you think? Um, I mean, you can't be mad at him. He got, he's dating somebody. Look at, what's what's his, uh, the other one? It's not on there, but um, a ah, girl from uh, American Idol, Catherine McPhee. They're like 33 years apart. And yeah, and uh, Foster, David Foster, 33 years apart. I mean, I don't have a problem with the move he made. I think it's, you know, hey, if. So basically what you're saying is that if I was his age and I could, you know, well, listen, I'm still going to still gonna be married to you, but <laughs> hypothetically speaking, you'll be fine. If you are not with me that I'm three years younger. Well, sometimes you're not three, three years younger. I mean, older <laughs> settle down. <laughs> I'm three years older than you. Sometimes four. That's how it goes. I thought yeah. it was two and three. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so whatever. I'm three years older than you. If you had the opportunity, you will go younger. Because I will go older. Again, for sure. we're talking hypothetical. You're out of the picture. Uh-huh. But yeah, I'm not mad at a dude for dating a, a girl who's 30 years younger than him. I will think you're so cheesy if you do that. Really? I'll be like, oh my God, Eric is dating like a 20-something-year-old. And listen, good for her. Because you're a catch. But I'll be like, oh my God, Eric, why are you so cheesy? <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think it falls bad on the person... Dating the younger, I think it looks, yeah, I'm not saying that this is the reason. I think it is a tougher explanation for the younger one dating the older one. Like if you were to defend, I know it's about love. I love this person, but there are going to be a lot of people out there that are going, oh, it's about the money. It's about the power. You dated up for a reason. It's not like a, it's not like somebody who's going to date somebody 30 years older than them. Who's got zero power, zero money or anything else. You just fall in love with somebody who's 30 years older that you don't see as often. Mm-mm, never. You know, it's usually somebody of power that gets somebody that's younger, whether it's male or female. Cause there have been plenty of dudes that are dating their sugar mamas or cougars. Yeah. But I'm not hating on it. I mean, good for them. They made it happen. I don't hate on them. Whatever. You know, if, they, if it makes them happy, if it makes them happy, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Next question. Let's see how. Oh, Amelia Clark. I was just. I was. Is this? Oh, is this the? Yeah, about the nude scenes. I was just telling you the, this last, last night, night. You were talking to me about it. Yeah, she was pushed to perform these nude scenes on games, games, uh, Game of Thrones, and she had fights on set about it and refused to do it. And eventually, and it's true. Like I'm one of these people that came late to the party on Game of Thrones. I had not seen one episode, and I just binged eight seasons over a month or whatever it was. I watched them all, sometimes two, three episodes a night. And you started it with me and we were like, wow, there's like soft porn. I mean, everybody's naked and everybody's, and you know, I will say this. It was one of the best ways of doing expositional dialogue I've ever seen in my life. Because while someone's saying a bunch of words that really just push story and aren't character driven, someone is screwing in the background. And it, for me, no problem following I, that show. I couldn't take it. I had no problem listening to like, this I remember guys, I remember time. that he was watching a scene because I, I started, I, I did like four episodes and then I was like, you know, I'm not into it. I may be the only person in the world that wasn't into game of thrones um i just couldn't get into it anyways and i did think that it was like soft porn 
Um, it, I mean, it was visually incredible. The show, it's it's magnificent, but it was it's just not my show. thing. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my thing. Maybe and some other time I'll give it a chance again and I'll fall in love with it because it's a great soap opera. Anyways, but we're in bed and then I am reading and he's looking at an episode and there was a whole scene of two girls just going at it and this guy looking at them having exposition, like a crazy monologue talking about but whatever. But stuff you just really care about because all you're doing is watching two girls and I go knew, at it. And it was, I was like, awesome. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, please, no. I know he's going to get into it. And then he's going to look at me afterwards <laughs> saying, did you just see that? And I was counting like 10, 9, 8, waiting for the comment. And of course it happened. He was like, Roz, did you just see that? Man, I think I am H-O-R-N-Y. What? Are you and I was like, don't even look at me. Are you kidding? You did. You know, you did. And I was mortified. Anyways, thank you, Games of Thrones. Game of Thrones, Game fantastic. Of Games of whatever you call it. Fantastic. Anyways. Great storytelling. Now, back to her, though. Amelia Clark. I yeah. fully, fully am in support of her in this, completely. Because I've had these conversations with, with Rosalind. Because, you know, she gets asked to do a part or do something. And it's like, they, they recently, somebody approached her for a, a part. and was like, look, it's going to require complete nudity. And I said, you got to think about this stuff now. You got two kids. Do you, are you, I'm not saying it's bad. A lot of people do it. It's no big deal. It's, it's to each his own, you know, their own. I'm, I'm totally supportive of it, especially in the acting space and the arts and being creative. But for my wife, I'm like, mm, I'd rather you not. I'd rather you keep your stuff on. And like she said, as the seasons went on, and I noticed this, the sheets would start to come up. She'd pull them up. After a love scene, no nudity. She was not showing anything. So, you know, she credited Jason Momoa for sort of giving her that advice and saying, you know, this isn't right. You got to stand up for yourself. And it got to the point where she started telling people off. I'm not doing it. Good for her. Yeah. You know, what happens is in this business, when, when, when girls start young, the, um, the dream is so big and the vision is, is so great that sometimes you can get a little cloudy. And for whatever reason, there's been incredible performances by, by women that have incredibly talented that have won awards and they have done nudity. So when you're young, for whatever reason, you equate what you relate a good acting part with nudity. I don't even know how to explain it. It's really well, it's weird. it's just challenges, and, right? It's pushing yourself. It's like doing things outside yeah, the box. Yeah, and it's like, that seems well, they've all, they've all done it. And and I did a movie years ago. This is right before I met Eric, actually. No, actually, I met you, and then I went to Puerto Rico to shoot this movie called Yellow. It was my first movie that I produced in Puerto Rico, and it was my baby. I It took me seven years to raise the finance for this movie. It was like super important to me and I ended up going to Puerto Rico and shooting it and there was no nudity and I did play uh, like a stripper but I didn't write one scene with nudity um, I mean you g-string and, and you know she's stripping on stage but you never it wasn't intended for me to show nipple or nothing and I was going to use a director from Mexico it, it fell through and then I got another uh, director to come in and we're very proud of the movie but I remember he said you know it'll be very effective and very powerful if you do this love scene and we can see something and I was like, I don't know if I should, but I was young and I was like, you know what? Yeah, it may, it, people think I'm, I'm, I'm a serious actress. And now everybody goes and rents the movie yellow. Oh, I know. I'm Good sorry. job. No, but I, I'm, am I? I'm so I know. I'm, am I happy because I did that? No. Point did, is, did I feel pressured uh, a little bit? It was unnecessary. Is my is my point? It she's was unnecessary. In the right. Yeah. Any any young artist needs to stand up for their values first and. You know, fight the fight. It's just tough in this business. But listen, don't confuse something. It doesn't mean that she didn't have any values before. No, this happens. absolutely not. Yeah, it happens because you're young and you want to please and you feel like like they're superior than you and they know what they're doing and they're going to guide your career. So if somebody says, why don't you do it? You stick your neck out thinking that you're doing something great. And then years later, through maturity, you understand that that was wrong. I'm not wrong because I'm not saying that people that have done it, it's just a wrong thing. It was just not necessary. 
Anyways, next question. Christmas decorations coming out right after Halloween. Yes or no? Right after Halloween? Yeah. No. no I say after Thanksgiving. Yeah. After Halloween feels really too soon. Way too soon. Everything is so commercialized, guys. It's like, it's about making no, don't, money. Don't start. I love Christmas. You don't My even know what My favorite holiday. What, what are you talking about? Commercialized? What are you talking about? You think you're going to rip on all the decorations? Meaning, no, meaning that the everybody's so concerned about making money that right after Halloween, they're already oh, yeah, selling yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's selling things Dude, fast, take it sure. easy. I was like, settle down on my Christmas. I love, I love some Christmas. All right, settle we'll take a break down. and come back to some more questions. Vonage has everything you could ever want in life. As long as what you want in life are unified communications that organize all your texts, emails, and voice calls onto one platform, contact centers that integrate seamlessly with Salesforce, and APIs that help developers build communications into their apps. But that's it. Those are the things that Vonage is great at. They're not great at baking delicious cakes, doing sweet backflips, or making extremely entertaining yet informative podcasts that make you feel smarter and more inspired. None of those are really their thing. But you know what? That's okay. They don't need to be the best at absolutely everything. They're fine with humbly being the absolute best at business communications. Vonich, now we're talking. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 4444 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 4444. Enjoy! Right, okay, question. so my turn, right? Yeah. Let's see. More nudity. Umbilical cord jewelry. What? What? Umbilical. You can throw that crushing nugget of umbilical cord that falls off a few days after the baby comes home into the garbage, or you can repurpose it into a piece of jewelry. Jewelry? This is how it looks like. What? <laughs> Anniversary gift. No! Oh, my God. Don't even. No, you don't have it. I just found it. You don't have it. I'll find something. Oh, like from another baby? Call You're going to go to a Bill hospital? Cord, a crusty nugget. Oh, no. my God. Would you rock that? Would you find beauty in the fact that I had this made for our anniversary? Their umbilical cord? Yeah, as a, as a ring. <sighs> I'm down with it. There's something magnificent and beautiful about it and something kind they of creepy about it. They actually look like little stones. It's no, impressive. I don't want that for my... You know what I want for my anniversary? No, no, no. We're talking about this right now. No, but I'm not going to talk about the umbilical cord thing. Um, the answer like is no. This. Really? The answer for you is yes. Okay. I want you to do a tattoo with the names oh, of go. your kids. No, I'm... I'm uh, I even have on. I even have the guy that I want you to go to. I've always been on the fence about tattoos. I, I We don't have. We don't have any. Neither of us do. Yeah. 
and I and I'm a big fan of tattoos on other people. Like I one of my good buddies is a tattoo artist, or he's you know he's done it for a long time. He's fully sleeved, and I like tattoos a lot. I just haven't ever wrapped my head around putting it on me. <laughs> you know, we have to when when I got pregnant with Isabella, um, I was like telling him you should do. I think David Beckham has it, or maybe I'm making it up. The the footprints of the first kid, yeah, yeah I think right? So. Like I think it's so beautiful. So I said, you know what? I don't know if you're ever going to do it, but it'll be great if you have the footprints of the baby girl. So we got this tint or like whatever, this black oh, color. Oh, that was thing. funny. But that yeah, that was to... <laughs> so we, I delivered Isabella and we told the nurses, listen, right after she's out, they clean her and says, can you put her little um, feet, feet on yeah. this black thing, right? Because I want to have it. Um, so I can take it to a tattoo artist for my husband. And then Sabella moved or whatever it was. I mean, there was ink everywhere. Everyone like, the nurse is holding down. The kid just came out. <laughs> the nurse. She's like, brah, brah. She's like, I had ink all over me, all over Sabella. It She's was covered. a circus. The nurses got so mad. They looked at me like I was completely responsible. And of course, Rouse was probably mad at me. Eric, I, I can't believe. So that, that didn't happen. But I don't know if I want you to get a tattoo. I love them, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I I'm love a huge fan of tattoos. I've, I've, thought, I've thought about it many times. Anyways, okay, so Maybe. then your turn. Or an umbilical cord. Or you can write my name, Rosalind. And the, that's the, when marriages my, end. My beautiful, you know, they no, say you, you should what I never. Want? I want my beautiful lady on my face. What? <laughs> what? Wow, that, that, that shows a lot. Show, I'll, always wow. be, I'll write under, always be my senior. What? My senior, like my older. <laughs> that looks younger than you. Thank you very much. It's Best skin on the planet, for sure. Thank you. All right. Was James Vanderbeek treated unfairly by the judges on Dancing with the Stars? Should he be in the finals? What happened with... I mean, look, he, he apparently was fantastic every night, and I have not seen all of the episodes. I have seen some. Um, but he did a great job and was knocked out. And then right before that had some really heartbreaking news he revealed that they just lost uh, their baby. They had a, she had a miscarriage. Oh, wow. It was pretty awful. And oh, it was like awful. right all around the same moment. Pretty heavy. But I, and I also heard he was crushing it. So the truth is, yeah, they should have let him. I mean, that stuff's all rigged anyways, I think. You don't know that. Don't say that. I think stuff's don't, rigged. Don't oh, say that about Dancing with the Stars. You know that that's your future. <laughs> <laughs> I've wow. been begging. I've been begging. Um, what's your name, She's Eric? Been I've been begging for Eric to do Dance with the Stars. Or I used to be obsessed with Celebrity Apprentice, and I wanted Eric to do it because I know he could. He had the capability of winning it. So um, you know what? Everything I, I believe everything happens for a reason. And yeah, the, the, he was fantastic, and he was killing it every single week. But listen, this is a very important time for his family and what what the wife is going through and what they're going through is not great. So he, he, he it's better. You know the amount of hours and sacrifice maybe, and discipline you need to have to be able to perform every single okay, week? But maybe he needs to be home that, right now. But maybe going through that and her being there with him would have been a nice change of environment and thought for I them. Get it, like they I wouldn't get have it. been focused on something that they can't control. Yeah, I mean, either way, if he was going to continue dancing, it would have been good. But if he's home with his wife and the kids, it's also good. So it's okay. Oh, I feel bad for James. Yeah, it sucks. Anyways, right. in three years after the rookie, Eric Winter, Dancing with the will Stars. Will not be doing season 40 of Dancing with the Stars. Well, it still gets 20-something it million does. viewers. It does, it crushes it. Exactly. It's a good show. Roasted turkey flavor Pringles are here. I can't even read Whoa, this. Whoa, really? Roasted turkey Pringles. Oh, I'm all in. Roast. Oh, they made them spicy too. I'd be totally Mira, in. Mira, en Puerto Rico se dice full. F-O, full. 
Oh, significa disgusting. Roasted Fo. turkey flavored Pringles are here just in time for your Thanksgiving Fo. feast. The flavor follows the release of Pringles' Fo. Fo. Friendsgiving Fo. feast. Don't say pho. It includes... No, pho. 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 <laughs> which included chips tasting like turkey, duck, and chicken. Would you eat duck chips? I don't I don't eat meat, so I But you're not eating not. meat. You're eating a potato that has flavor to like a I don't want anything that has turkey. A, the flavor of a meat. Kidding me? That'd be so good. You're, I'm all in. You're doing the transition to become a vegetarian. No, so nah, that, yes, I'm you enjoying are. vegetables, but okay, I'm not people, listen to me. Eric went to Whole Foods, and he bought so many vegetables. He's going to buy a vitamin, vitamin X. What is Vitamix. It? A Vitamix. One Eric, of our fans made fun of you. Eric, it's not called the vitamin. It's called the Vitamix. Vitamix. Eric, um, for two days, has been eating uh, just vegetables and things like that. But that's that. good for me. How about you? Me too. <laughs> nope. Why are you going? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. What's the next question? Anyways, sexting and sending naked photos. Good idea or Ooh. bad idea? As much as I would love to receive them, it is very tricky. You freak out. You freak out. You're always like, erase that, delete that, delete that, delete that. You freak out. Yeah, no, I don't. Because I, I feel like someone's going to hack one of our phones and that's going to be the end of it. And then, like, your boobs are everywhere. <laughs> that's that. You remember what happened when we were in Atlanta that I had a picture of me? Um, and I cut my, I cut my head and I was like, I just had, I was just pregnant. No, I was injecting cause you know, we did IVF guys, um, for both babies. So I was going through the hormone process, like injecting myself, um, to be able to produce eggs. And I, with both of my pregnancies, I documented every month, um, me growing from actually injecting because you get swollen. We could do a whole episode just on and in vitro Eric, I and know, marriage. I know. And Eric that saw a picture tough. of me with no, and then I fixed the picture. So I put it through Instagram. I, you know, there were the filters. I took a, a screenshot of that and then I left it on my phone just so I have it as a memory. And funny enough, that in vitro, that cycle, I did not get pregnant. Funny enough. Anyways, so Eric saw this picture <laughs> filter without a head and he freaked out because I didn't send it to him. It was for me. And he was convinced that. I send that to somebody. Yeah, I was pissed. That was not a good moment a in our marriage. And I'm like, your dude, son, you know, your spouse. Like, Who did you send this picture to? Nobody. This is just me documenting. Why is your head cut off? Because you teach me that if I lose my phone, you don't want my face. So I cut my. Oh my god, it was. It wasn't funny. It was actually brutal. And I was like, dude, you want to divorce me? Go ahead. I'm not doing anything wrong. And then you chilled because then I showed you the same picture. For the first pregnancy. And then you're like, you believe me now that I've been doing this forever? Look at my phone. And then you stop. I'm not sure I still believe you, but it's all right. Oh, my <laughs> God. We are going to therapy. What's her name? Uh, Natalie, uh, Nicole, what's her name? The therapist. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. Not even in the ballpark. I'm sorry. But all right. So this is fun. I love this cauldron game. We got to do this all the time. Cauldron of, uh, what is it called? Cheesemos? Cheesemes. Cheesemes. It's time for... Eric and Rosalind's Cauldron of Cheesemen. Yeah, it was I love that. a lot of fun, actually. We got to do that more often. You know what we can do? Why don't we ask our listeners to actually email topics that they want us to talk about? We have an that. email now. Can you Yeah, you email? can email us at ericandroz at iheartradio.com or comment on Instagram at he said ayadijo podcast. And we will get your topics or your questions and we'll throw them in the cauldron and we will talk it out. Cauldron. We need to find a, well, I guess we're going to stay. We're not going to change cauldron. the name. It's called cauldron. I know, cauldron. It's, it it's, it's difficult for me. Cauldron. We're call it something like a cup. The cup of 
chisme. Taza del chisme. Oh my God, somos unos chismosos. Who? Somos unos chismosos. All right, listen, send us anything, please. We would love to hear from you. It's been real. Bye bye. Love you. Love you. Subscribe to He Said Ella Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's a basic truth. People need each other. It's why PenFed Credit Union's first members joined together for a better financial future. For 85 years, we've been there for our members and communities, and we're here for you today. We can help you bridge a financial gap, save wisely, and make confident decisions with your money. We know we are always stronger and better together. That's why we hope you'll join us. Membership is open to everyone. Apply today at PenFed.org, insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it's Sammy J, and I am so excited to announce that for the season finale of my podcast, Let's Be Real with Sammy J, we have NBA All-Star and mental health advocate, Kevin Love. Nothing robs us of more human potential than mental illness. It's so, it's like the, the pandemic that nobody's talking about. We talk about Kevin's journey with his anxiety, depression, and of course, his amazing NBA career. Listen to Let's Be Real with Sammy J on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.